Sue Kinfield, we got through all that. I wanted to let everybody know about that before we got into this because all of those things have contributed to, I don't know whether or not I'm intelligent. I'm just, my blood pressure is uh, not very intelligent right now after I go through all that. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> Good morning, Kim. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks so for having me. So is my blood pressure, yeah, and emotional <laughs> intelligence, are they connected? <laughs> yes, <laughs> actually they are. You know, our emotions influence our body, and how we're feeling about things is going to show up in various ways in our body, and I won't get into it too deep, but if you're not controlling your emotions, you are going to have some physical effects, and there is a a direct link to disease as well. Uh, But I'm not going to talk so much about that today, but really, you know, talking about this whole idea of, you know, how do we handle our emotions when we're going through something like what we just saw. And if you're not in favor of many of the things that happened in the legislative session in Colorado, chances are you've got some feelings about that. There's a lot of feelings about that. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this uh, Stand for Colorado rally. You know, we want to have calm, reasonable voices. We want to be able to articulate what our concerns are. are. But I tell you, Sue, I mean, it was so interesting. I was down to the Capitol last Wednesday night Uh, as they were uh, taking Senate testimony regarding that forced vaccination bill. And there, it it was interesting to me, it seemed like the the Democrats on the committee were not even listening to the the people that had come to, to sign up to speak. In fact, there were 500 people that had signed up, and they didn't even let them all speak. And so that, you know, that gets people kind of riled up. What do you do about that? Well, let me start with a definition, if I could, so people understand what we're talking about. And emotional intelligence is really, it's been defined as the ability to identify and manage your own emotions and the emotions of others. Watching some of that and and seeing sort of the disconnect with some of those legislators who were just going through the motions. So perhaps they could say that they let people testify, you know, against that bill. When you have people there who feel very deeply about an issue and you placate them or you appear to be condescending, um, absolutely that's going to drive, you know, some anger in people because it feels disrespectful, right? And when people feel disrespected, you know, that creates an emotional response in us. And depending on if you're already riled up, because you, you're, you're fearful of what someone's going to force you, try to force you to do to your child, um, you know, that's an issue. In, in your previous uh, segments, I heard you talking about, you know, the, the importance of freedom. And it's interesting because I had came across some really great research from the American Enterprise Institute um, on a community uh, survey, <clears throat> excuse me, and one of the questions that they asked were, for people to identify ways that they think about the American dream and to rate how important each one of them was to their own view of the American dream. Well, there were a number of different choices, including, you know, to own a home and retire comfortably or to become wealthy. The number one choice by 85% was to have freedom of choice in how to live one's life. And so if that's a value that people have and you have a legislature that seems to be acting against that and forcing things onto people that is going to influence their ability to have the freedom of choice in how they live their life, that's going to generate a lot of anger and a lot of fear. 
in people. And that can lead to some poor impulse control. And definitely stress tolerance um, is going to be an issue because people are feeling stressed about this loss, this loss of control that they might be feeling about their lives and how a, a legislative body that's been elected to represent we the people, not themselves, and not their special interests, um, acting against that, it's going to upset people. You know, so, you know, what we've seen at this legislative session is really a move towards socialism. And, you know, socialism is being romanticized by Ocasio-Cortez, by Ilhan Omar, by, you know, by many of the candidates that are running for president on the Democrat side. But socialism ultimately is force. Now, we've talked about this uh, forced vaccination bill, which has has brought people across the political spectrum out because they're saying, I want choice and I want to understand you know, what it is exactly that I will be, you know, injecting into my child's body. And you know what, that is an important to me. And it also brings in the free market. When you have, when you have choice, the free market has to make the case, in this case, a vaccination. Uh, if you're talking with your doctor about it, they explain, you know, with everything in life, there's risks and benefits. So they explain the risks and the benefits, and then you can make a choice on what to do exactly. But as we look at all of our speakers across the spectrum, you know, if you think that you want choice in this particular issue, somebody else may may think that they want to have choice in another issue. For example, the oil and gas, the 181 uh, law now, uh, which basically is, is going to shut down oil and gas development uh, or new oil and gas development right here in Colorado, that all of a sudden takes away the the choice of people on their energy sources, but also uh, quality of life for people that have had good jobs in that particular industry. And and across the spectrum, uh, regarding you know the red flag law, it is basically taking away the choice, the due process for people to own their firearms. But all these things, Sue. And we're going to go to break here in just a second. And so I, I want to just kind of put the question out here on the table is many of these things initially sound good. You know, vaccinating against childhood diseases. That sounds good. You know, clean air, clean water. That sounds good. Uh, getting guns out of the hands of crazy people. That sounds good. But what has happened is, is things that sound good, then you're seeing uh uh, these, this legislation, you know, the Senate, this House, this governor, that are actually taking things that sound good, but then they are moving it over to using force and really overreaching. And that is one of the things that I think has people really, um, well, their blood pressure going up on that. So why don't we go to break and let's kind of keep that hanging out there about how they're taking something that sounds good, but they're using it to take away our freedom and to take away our choices, and how do we react to that? So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We are talking with Sue Kinfield, and she is uh, her website is suekinfield.com, and where we're talking about emotional intelligence. We'll be right back. Be sure and check out uh, suekinfield.com. Sue, that uh, first of all, I just have to say, what an amazing website. You know, we talk about inspiration, and one of the things I try to do is do an inspirational quote. Uh, at the beginning of every show. But as I look through your website, 
I mean, this is really great stuff that you're doing in helping people, uh, you know, achieve their, their potential and their success. Well, thanks, Kim. I appreciate that. It's, it's my mission. You know, I, I just, I feel very deeply about human ability and I believe in people's ability to not get thrown off by in particular bad emotional intelligence or ineffective emotional intelligence because it is one of the number one skills that employers are looking for these days. It supersedes technical skills now because as we can see just looking around it is in short supply and there's a lot of things that are happening culturally and in our society and in our politics that are driving people emotionally and your previous guest, Carol, sort of spoke to that. There is no uh, surprise that um, people who want to persuade have figured out that we are emotional beings, and they're going to prey on our emotions. And much like you were talking about before the break, the, um, I find the, the uh, left has gotten really effective in driving people emotionally either through fear or through anger. And... You know, some of these bills that you were talking about with the red flag bill uh, and such and, you know, regulating oil and gas, it was, it was largely driven by fear and, and by anger. And so they have figured out how to craft an, a message that's going to speak to people's emotions rather than their reason. Well, we, each other, one, our, our, each one of us is in control of our emotions, and we get to decide whether or not we're going to be influenced by those messages and the, the challenges when there's nothing else out there that can counter that in equally an emotional way and helping people uh, appreciate the emotions of, of having that freedom to live the life the way they choose, which is what so many people value about the American dream, then those who want to influence their agenda by getting people worked up emotionally to support you know, their agenda they're going to be more effective. And from a physiological standpoint, our emotional brain is our reptilian brain, and we generally don't make the best decisions when we're making them on solely an emotional basis. It's okay to do a gut check, but being able to use your, your frontal cortex or your rational brain um, to help think through some of these things, and I, I believe that was probably some of the frustration that people were feeling is, watching how people were being emotionally manipulated with some of these issues, um, and then the lack of any real concern that was coming from the legislators about why people cared. They were just going to cram this stuff through regardless of how people were feeling about it. And so that drives a lot of frustration and can lead to, to poor impulse control when people want to lash out in that anger uh, and frustration. Well, and Sue, I think the veil is really off. Um, during, I, I learned a lot regarding, again, this forced vaccination bill because, you know, I came to this issue as um, I, you know, I thought, I think vaccinations are good. And, but, and, but I, as I started to see the force that was putting in here, put into it and the data collection, it's all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, it doesn't look to me like they really care about kids. This looks like this is a much bigger agenda. And I think that the veil has come off because there were people that testified that said, I have been a lifelong Democrat my whole life. And I thought it was the Democrats that cared about me. But I realized that that is not the case. And my hat is off uh, regarding the Senate committee hearing that I went to uh, last Wednesday night. Senator Paul Lundeen, Bob Woodward, and Owen Hill. 
uh, they were asking such thoughtful questions. They asked the chair, Lois Court, to to let everybody that had come down there to testify. I mean, people had been there for hours. And Lois Court, her answer was no. And all of a sudden, the veil is off. And I'm hoping that we can take this now and really make this, um, you know, this this messaging, this this argument uh, in defense of of freedom versus force. And I think that we have a unique opportunity right now here in Colorado because all of a sudden people that have been very emotionally driven are stepping back and, and saying, wait a minute, this isn't quite what, uh, what was sold to me. Well, and I think that's the key, being able to take a step back, you know, because people are angry and they're frustrated and they're fearful about, well, what does all this mean for how I'm going to live my life moving forward? And feeling like you have no control. I, I can only imagine, you know, the people in the oil and gas industry who are now wondering, well, what's this going to do to how do I support my family and the quality of life that I've come to enjoy here in Colorado? And so, you know, there's some big issues that people are going to deal with. And, and what I want to encourage people to do is if you want to be part of the solution, if you want to influence things moving forward, it's important to take a step back um, and to take a breath. You know, allow your emotions to kind of run the gamut in a way that's not going to limit your ability to have a positive influence. But then start from where you can and use more of your rational brain to think through, what do I want to see change about what just happened? How can I influence in a way that's going to be persuasive rather than just angry um, and lashing out about what happened? Because... You know, we're humans, and we can all get into uh, that mode of complaining about what's being done to us. But if you want to be part of the solution, you're going to have to get control of your emotions. And you can use those in a positive way. You can influence people through positive emotion. Um, It frustrates me to see how much influence uh, comes through uh, by using negative emotions to influence people, uh, making older people fearful of their Medicare. And, you know, it's just, it's to me, it's, it's just, it's, it's not the best. Well, it is, and it's, it's manipulative. And unfortunately, when you get people to be fearful, they're easily manipulated. And so I want to encourage people to take a step back. Think about, you know, how you're tolerating this stress. Are there some things that you can do to, you know, mitigate that stress so that you can think more clearly, make more rational decisions about how you want to be a part of this conversation? If you feel like someone is now taking over your life, through some of these legislative actions, be a part of the solution. And you can bring your positive emotions to that um, with some optimism and, you know, empathy and being able to talk to people in a way that um, how will it influence their life in positive ways to maybe make some of these changes rather than getting people angry and upset. I believe that we saw in Colorado in the latest election um, in the midterms a a backlash because people are angry and they have personal feelings about either Donald Trump or the Republicans. And so they decided to vote anything but uh, a Republican or someone who might have supported Trump. That's another emotional reaction. And I don't believe Gerald Polis um, really hid the fact that he leans to a socialism uh, approach. And so, yes, your comment earlier that we seem to be having more socialist policies come out, that's really no surprise 
when you elect a governor who supports socialism. So, yeah. but again, that was an emotional, largely an emotional reaction um, from the voters in Colorado. And now the voters of Colorado are, again, emotionally geared up because of the, the lack of uh, collaboration, at least when the session started. Um, just, uh, let's gonna, we're going to just do, we're going to run the table because we can. Um, and that's generally not what the voters of Colorado support. I believe certainly some do. Some people are really cheering on what happened in the legislative session, and others are really concerned about the future of Colorado. So um, manage your impulses in a way that's not going to limit your ability to be part of the solution. Um, do something proactive to mitigate the stress that you might be feeling so that you can think clearly about how to move forward. You know, that's really wise advice. Now, Sue, I've known you for many years, and I, I, I don't know, do you only work with companies, or do you also work with individuals regarding I, your I, business? Yeah, I work with individuals and organizations, you know, people who, because emotions can influence the workplace in really negative ways, and people get wrapped up in drama and dysfunction, and it takes away from productivity and success, both as an individual and as an organization. Now, my whole mission is to help people see it thrive. That's my tagline. I believe that life is meant to, you know, we're all meant to thrive in our life. And this is a skill set that can do real damage to your career if you don't get on top of it. Unfortunately, people do tend to remember the ways that you go off the rails more than they remember the good that you do. Um, and the media is all too good at replaying that stuff over and over again. Luckily, most of us aren't <laughs> famous and aren't going to be featured on the news. Um, but it's hard oh, to that's... live those things down. And so if I can help people limit how they're going to go off the rails in the first place, um, you know, that's something that I'm really committed to in my work. And you know, I'm, if I can put a plug in for the luncheon that I'm doing here on Thursday um, for Mount St. Vincent's, I'm going to be speaking about how to conquer chaos and foster peace of mind. And what we're feeling in the political realm right now is a lot of chaos. And, you know, interestingly enough, Gallup did a, a survey uh, globally, and they discovered that stress and anger in the United States reached a peak level in 2018, that high numbers of Americans experienced daily stress and anger, and that 55% of the U.S. adults um, are among the most stressed out populations on the planet. Wow. Sue Kinfield. Yeah. And I'm going to be at that luncheon on Thursday. So more information, go to SueKinfield.com. Sue, thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Okay. And so today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson signing off. God bless you and God bless America. <laughs>